You know, it's funny that there's a whole bunch of has-beens that are trying to take Joe Rogan off the air for medical misinformation on his podcast. You imagine the outcry if people actually went after some of these other fucking people who have their podcast for DFS disinformation. <laughs> Might be singing a different tune. Any which way, it is the conference championships. We got to get going. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is Sunday, January 30th. I think it's the 30th, or is it the 29th? Yeah, it is the fucking 30th. Oh, that's right. We got one more day. We got one more day of January. This month needs to just get the fuck out of here. Any which way. Oh, my God. I even forgot how to do my fucking intro. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy. This is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on uh, Facebook. I almost said over on FanDuel. God, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, Hope everybody's doing good. Hopefully everybody took my advice and got your contest early so you're able to just kind of go through... The pricing and all that, if you didn't already look at the spreadsheet, at least did it on the sites that you're playing on, kind of took a look at it um, and decide, you know, kind of where you wanted to go. And then, you know, hopefully listen here, which I'm recording this morning because I wanted to take as much time as humanly possible on this, kind of look at how lineups are built um, with the two-game slate. You know, you treat it like a prime time, you know, the old primetime slates that I used to do. But, uh, you know, you got stuff for Showdown Slate and all that, and hopefully everybody enjoyed the spreadsheet, uh, adding a little bit for the rounds for the playoffs, just kind of seeing how the defense are reacting um, to, you know, the opponents, the offensive opponents, as well as, you know, the target spreadsheet where you can kind of go back, you know, to the weeks. You can see the past matchups. You can see where they had success and where they didn't have success and seeing if that's going to actually be incorporated again this week or if you know they're going to change it up pretty much i think it's it's going to be pretty much the same uh there's a couple there's a couple of spots that uh you know you can pivot on especially if you got um if you're doing more than say a single entry lineup uh your three entry lineups uh 20 entry max um i do have two single entries going um one in I have a $100 single entry over on FanDuel and on DK. Kind of paid down. I tried to go after, I believe it was like 5K or 10K for first, something like that. But um, kind of have that there. And then, I, and then I'm rolling out, uh, oh, what, five entries on both of those sites? Yahoo, I think I'm just doing 
Um, I'm doing like four or five lineups over there, including, you know, the one single entry lineup on um, my league matchup, of course. And then, uh, God, what else? What else I got over there? Oh, I, I'm not doing any showdowns over on Yahoo. I'm doing the showdowns. I'm just doing single entry showdowns over on um, FanDuel DK. Ooh, Cynthia projects Tyreek Hill six for seventy six and one. I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, Cynthia. I don't know about that, Cynthia. But we can get into this. We can get into this a little bit. Let's see. What do we got here? Cooper Cup. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, girl? Eight, eight for one hundred two, probably a touchdown. Oh, yeah, one touchdown. Okay, so she's got she's got Cooper Cup projected pretty high. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but we'll get in. We'll get into Cooper Cup when I get there. So, quarterbacks. <clears throat> We're going to start up here. Patrick Mahomes, of course, on the two game slate, eighty eight hundred forty and seventy four hundred. On the showdown slate, remember um, the FanDuel already you know prices them up one and a half times. Uh, DK, the price that you're going to see is going to be ooh 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 ooh. ooh here is our Joe Mixon. Is going to be the regular price without the MVP. Ooh. Oh, I like this. I like this. So Joe Mixon, 68 rushing yards, 52 receptions, and one total touchdown. So that's going to play in to our thoughts here. It's going to really play into our thoughts here. Okay. So on the showdown slates, Patrick Mahomes, 17,540 and 11,200. Uh, first cross board on there. Uh, Patrick Mahomes pretty much is the top quarterback to use. It's the guy that you're going to want to try and fit in. Um, if you can, he's, you know, the safest, not only the safest quarterback, but he has the most upside and he kind of showed that last week. You know, we talked that he doesn't rush. He didn't rush, you know, doesn't rush nearly as much as Josh Allen, but he really put on a show last week, uh, taking advantage of that Buffalo, uh, rush defense. And that was one thing that was kind of worried about if he, fa- if he faded Patrick Mahomes, his price was so much lower than, uh, Josh Allen's. And it ended up working out. I had a lineup, dude. I had a DK lineup that scored uh, about 230 points, and it came nowhere close to first. First place on DK was 270, like 272, I think, on there. Just ridiculous. He had to be absolutely perfect on the weekend. Um, but Patrick Mahomes uh, is definitely the first quarterback that I'm just inserting. You just put him in there, work your lineup out, and then you just start working off of there okay so start it start with your quarterback put him in there and then work it down and then um, when you want to work off if you feel that you need to work off Patrick Mahomes to get the most upside out of your lineup that's when you kind of start working on quarterbacks but what I'm trying to tell you basically what I'm trying to tell you is Patrick Mahomes would be the guy that you want to have in there um yeah for the entire slate I mean we've got two games He's the guy that I'm going to go, okay? So I said expect 300 passing yards and no less than two TDs and a possible rushing score as well. I will hold true to that. All right, uh, Joe Burrow on the other side. These are going to be the top two quarterbacks that you want to use. You are going to pay down a bit, a little bit from uh, uh, Mahomes, except on Yahoo you're not really paying down all that much. 
7,500, 36, and 6,600. Good for second across the board. Showdown slate, uh, same, second across the board. 16,036 and 10,400. Good for second, second, and third, actually. Uh, believe Matthew Stafford. Uh, oh, well, that doesn't matter on showdown slate. Duh. Um, so <clears throat> if the Bengals are going to win the game, they're going to need Joe Cool at his best. He's going to need to let it rip and not just be a game manager like he has the past two weeks of the postseason. He's not going to have the same stats he had in Week 17 where he went 446 and four TDs, but we know he can hit the 300 uh, passing yard threshold and have three TDs as well. If you don't mind some risk by paying down at quarterback, then Burrow is your guy, and the only other one I would roster on the two-game slate. Um, the thing of it is, is you know, you know what he's been doing the last two weeks, right? So he's put up, what, between 17 and 18 points? He's been a game manager. Been, you know, it's a high end game manager, but he's been a game manager. They've really kind of, they've really kind of switched it up. Uh, they're trying to get Mixon utilized as much as humanly possible. Uh, that's why Mixon is included. Um, so, but definitely Joe Burrow. I'm not, I'm not going to probably fade on the showdown slate. I do like him. Uh, on DK, he's easier to fit in over there. Um, <clears throat> Really, really sloppy pricing by DK all of a sudden over there. FanDuel seems to be a little bit tighter, um, and I use that in air quotes. They're a little bit tighter than what they have been the last uh, for you know pretty much the whole re- whole season. So um, Joe Burrow, he's definitely in play. Like I said, Patrick Mahomes, he's the guy that I want to get in there. Last guy that I would include, and this is more for showdown slate, but it's Matthew Stafford, 7,531 and 6,300. I kind of like that price on Yahoo a little bit, okay, because you're paying $9 down. Now, the problem is, is he going to is he going to have turnovers? He's had plenty of turnovers in the two, in those two games. Uh, I believe he's had, he had two picks in both games. Might have even had a third, I think, in that last one. But uh, that's why it makes the 49ers defense so relevant uh, because of <clears throat> because of those errors. And now he's been good throughout the playoffs, so that's been a good thing. But is the other shoe going to drop? You know, is it going to come back? We don't know. Stafford is, <laughs> I mean, he could completely fall off in this game against this defense, but... um. The reason why I don't mind him, though, on showdown slate is just for the fact that you're going for pure points um, in that game. And he's going to put up he's going to put up more points than a lot of the offensive positions uh, are going to do. You know, <clears throat> outside of say the kickers, um, who I trust, I trust both kickers in this in that game with the 49ers and the Rams. Um, so I mean Stafford Stafford on. Showdown, I'm fine with. I just don't know if he has enough um, to complete it on the two-game slate. I do like the offense a lot, though. So I may end up having one Stafford lineup somewhere. Um, I believe it's probably going to be <sighs> Yahoo. I'm probably going to try it because you can pay up basically everywhere. You can pay up a little bit more for everywhere else. Um, DK, that pricing is pretty good. 
Stafford on FanDuel, though, I may end up paying the 1300 but I may just end up saying fuck it and do it anyways over there. So I, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably have one Stafford lineup. Understanding, I'm going to have five lineups on each site, right? So um, he's going to be included somewhere, <clears throat> especially in the league matchups. I do have to get different uh, because a lot of people within that league listen to this. Um, so... You could end up seeing me put Matthew Stafford in there, um, especially if you look at my lineup and you do not see uh, Patrick Mahomes or um, Joe Burrow in there. Of course, you're going to see. You know, you're going to see Stafford in that one. So, uh, running backs at the top: it's Joe Mixon, eighty-two hundred, thirty-three, sixty-eight hundred. Good for first across the board. Uh, he's priced down a little bit though on the showdown slate: twelve, uh, twelve, five. Uh, 33 and 9,000. So he's sixth, fourth, and fifth highest price player on the showdown slate. Um, I'm just going to read it out how it is. I like mixing this matchup, but it does come with some risk. In six of their last seven matchups, the Chiefs have done rather well against Arby's. As you can see on the target spreadsheet, you have. I will say, though, if the Bengals are going to win this game, they will need Mixon to be heavily involved to not only keep the Chiefs' offense off the field, but allow the Bengals' offense to run whatever play they want against the Kansas City defense, and keep the pass rush off Burrow's ass. That's a big thing. Uh, his cost is going to keep folks off of him because everyone will want to pay up at the other positions. I do expect um, that everybody's going to be paying down at running back, and I think that's going to hold true. Even though he did have a decent game last week, um, I think a lot of people are going to be paying down. They're going to be paying down for the next couple of guys, so pay attention here. Um and not not even necessarily this next guy, um, to be honest with you. They're probably going to go Elijah Mitchell uh, is my expectations. I'm fading Mitchell because I. it's like what I said two weeks ago. He's got to get that touchdown, and he, and he failed last week, um, which, I mean, that was the primary focus of the Packers' defense was to stop that run. That's what they were worried about the most. Um, Rams are really good against running backs, but not so much in the passing game, which is not Eli Mitchell's forte. So I'm passing on Eli Mitchell, and I'm looking at these next two guys. Okay, so this guy probably is going to be the more under-owned guy, uh, and that's Cam Akers of the L.A. Rams. 6,200, 21, and 5,000, good for third, third, and fifth. Uh, 11,000, 21, and 7,000 on the showdown slate, good for sixth, eighth, and eighth highest-priced players. Uh, a lot of folks are going to be off him this week, not only because of the matchup, because of the two fumbles last week against the Buccaneers. This is going to be a little redemption week for Mr. Akers, and while I don't think he has a game like Aaron Jones last week, who was 12, had 12 carries for 41 yards, uh, caught 9 of 10 targets for 129 yards through the air, should have had a touchdown, should have been another 40 yards, um, he won't have a game like Zeke Elliott either. I see him finishing somewhere in between and getting a touchdown as well. Uh, so I'm looking at about 80 total yards, somewhere in there, and getting the touchdown. Uh, more than enough out of slate, especially with what you are paying down for. I'll be having a ton of acres this week. It's ballsy, but at a discount. Okay, So acres is going to be my main guy um, within the running back tiers, and it's probably going to pay up for Joe Mixon. And in some lineups, I'm going to go to this guy too. And that's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. 5,700, 18, and 5,300. Good for fifth, fourth, and third on the showdown slate. He has 9,500, 18, 
and 7,000, good for 9th, 11th, and 8th. Huge discount for a running back on a showdown slate. He's dirt cheap, and there will be a ton of folks drifting over to McKinnon. I know this for a fact. The Chiefs will be playing from ahead for most of this game, which is going to kill Mixon's, uh, McKinnon's chances for receptions, as Kansas City will use CEH on the ground to go with passes to their stud receivers. So if paying down at RB, it's a CEH-Akers combo, or if paying up for one running back, it would be Mixon and whomever you like more between CEH or Akers. Uh, mine would be uh, Mixon and Akers. Right now I have Akers. I'm... Acres and CEH. I have not worked off uh, my lineups that I built yesterday. So we'll see what happens there. Moving on to wide receivers, you will notice in the wide receiver section, <clears throat> I did not just include one wide receiver, right? So we're going to talk about the whole stack. So Old L. Beckham Jr., 6,300, 24, 5,100, good for six, six, and six. He is the devil's wide receiver this week. On the showdown slate, he is 10,500, 24, and 8,600. Good for seventh, fourth, fifth highest on the showdown slate. Cooper Cup, first across the board everywhere. Uh, 9,700, 40, and 8,800. And on the showdown slate, he's actually second here on the FanDuel one at 16,000 because the quarterback gets another extra 500. Uh, 40 and 12,200. And then you have Van Jefferson, who's still questionable but is expected to play. 5,200, 13, 3,900, good for 11th across the board on the two-game. 7,500, 13, and 5,000, good for 16th, 17th, and 15th on the showdown slate. Very cheap. That 7,500 over on FanDuel is dirt fucking cheap. So here we go. Cup is a wide receiver that you will you will want most you will most want to have in this matchup against the 49ers as he, of course, was the most targeted wide receiver for the Rams and produced in both matchups this season. He had 11 receptions for 122 in the first matchup, 7 for 118 and a touchdown in the second one. If those are the numbers we are going to see from him this week, it is more than fine to fade him on FanDuel and Yahoo. Half point PPR. But if he can get a just a little bit more in this game... Uh, he would be worth it on DraftKings with the full PPR. And I wanted to say pricing, but then I brain farted and said no. Um, also, you'll get the 100-yard bonus that you do have to include on there. So I don't hate Cooper Cup on DK. His price is also a little easier to fit over there as well, which is weird. It's fucking weird. I'm not forcing him into my main lineup, but I will have him somewhere on DK. I don't have any interest in Odell this week at all. No interest whatsoever. But I have a small interest in Van Jefferson. He's not my favorite, but for a value-wide receiver going against cornerback Ambry Thomas, I definitely have some interest. That is their weakest corner. He's also going to be coming off injury again. So... This is one of the reasons why I have some interest in Matthew Stafford and paying off, uh, paying down, I should say, because I do like Cup and I do like that matchup with Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson is going to be a really key value piece, especially if you want to pay up a tight end. We know who's that tight end. We'll get there. So, on FanDuel and Yahoo, 
I'm thinking about using Van Jefferson. On DK, if I can use Cooper Cup, if I can get to the Cooper Cup price, I'm going to put Cooper Cup in there for the full PPR. But like I said, I'm not going to force it. We move on to the other side. Debo Samuel, 8,400, 39, 7,200, good for second across the board. Showdown slate, he is 14,039 and 10,000, good for third, second, and third, highest price player on that slate. Brandon Ayuk, 5,617 and 5,000, good for ninth, eighth, and seventh. On the showdown slate, 9,500, 17, and 6,200, good for ninth, 14th, and ninth. Juwan Jennings, 4,900, 11, 3,200. 12th, 12th, and 13th on the two-game slate, 7,011 and 2,200. Good for 17th, 21, and 23 on the showdown slate. I have a lot of interest in Debo across the board this week. In fact, I'm jamming him in. Okay, he pay down a little bit more. Um, jamming him in well before either Cooper Cup or Tyreek Hill this week, especially Tyreek Hill. With both his rushing and receiving work, I'm having a hard time fading him at all. I have a small amount of interest in Brandon Ayuk, but have found me passing on him in all lineups. I have rostered a small amount of Juwan Jennings as he has had success in his only real matchup against the Rams and will not see any of cornerback Jalen Ramsey this week, where I can see Ramsey covering Ayuk from time to time when not on Debo. So I like Debo Samuel. I do like Juwan Jennings. I did like George Kittle at one point. The problem is, I don't like Jimmy G. <laughs> so, essentially, if you're if you're doing San Francisco, we like Debo because he's getting the carries and he's getting targeted right in the in the receiving game. Now you're relying more on him running than you are with with uh, pass receptions. So he's very much heavily included in the offense. We know that. Debo is taking away from Eli Mitchell. Debo is their best player. He will see Jalen Ramsey in coverage from time to time. He should be following him around. But, Debo, uh, but Ramsey showed last week against Mike Evans, who I faded last second, we saw that he can be beat. High-end wide receivers can beat Jalen Ramsey from time to time. He brain farts. So I do like Debo Samuel. If you don't like Debo, then you're probably going up to Cooper Cup. The value guy that I like here is going to be Juwan Jennings. He is way, way dick dirt cheap price. Okay. I'm willing to take this shot on Juwan Jennings, especially if you're going to fade out on Debo. Uh, look at Jennings as being your value guy um, from the San Francisco passing offense. Now we move on to Kansas City. Tyreek Hill, 8,129, 7,000, good for third, fourth, and third. On the showdown slate, 13,005, uh, 10,800, good for fourth, sixth, and second. So he's high priced over on DK. Uh, not so much on FanDuel and Yahoo. Yahoo or uh, Yahoo, he is well, Yahoo is priced way down. That's because they priced up um, um, uh, Travis Kelsey. Byron Pringle, fifty-seven hundred, sixteen and forty-three hundred, good for eighth, ninth, eighth. 
On the showdown, 9,016 and 5,200, good for 10th, 15th, 14th. McCall Hardman, 5,315, 4,000, good for 10th across the board. 8,000, 15, and 4,600, 15, 16, 17 on the showdown slate. Demarcus Robinson, why the fuck would I put him there? 4,800, 10, 3,800, 13, 13, 12 on the showdown slate. 7,000, 10, and 3,000, 17, 21, and 22. Why is Demarcus Robinson on here? Why is he? Why? Mm. I'm passing on Tyreek this week as I don't have that quote-unquote need feeling to have him in my lineup. It's just my gut feeling on it. I will probably find a spot to put him in, but I'm really more on Byron Pringle for value and the consistency is found in his targets. I'm thinking he should be in line for another TD this week. I'm fading Hardman this week because of my Pringle love. I'm really, really on Byron Pringle. Uh, But I have some interest in Demarcus Robinson. Robinson is dangerous because of his huge inconsistencies in the passing offense, but allows you to fit the higher-priced options into your lineup and sees a high number of snaps. If he gets a TD, you can be guaranteed that it's under 5% ownership. So if you are really fucking happy with your lineup and Demarcus Robinson is in there keeping that all together, just fucking leave him in there. Because if he hits along with the rest of your lineup, you're going to surpass everybody else. Okay, there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to want to use Marcus Robinson in there. I may even use him in the league. Fuck it. I might tell you sons of bitches. I'm not going to use him at all. Put him in there. He's ten fucking dollars. He's ten dollars. So, but I do like I I do like Jamar Jennings a little bit more at that eleven dollar price. I'm just letting you know. <sighs> and then we get to the Cincinnati Bengals and their wide receivers. Jamar Chase, 8,000, 36, 6,700, good for fourth, third, fourth. Showdown slate, 13,000, 36, 10,000, fifth, second, fourth. How he is fifth on a showdown slate is fucking beyond me. T. Higgins, 6,400, 26, 5,700, good for fifth across the board. 11,000, 26, 7,800, good for seventh across the board on the showdown slate. Tyler Boyd, 5,800, 18, 4,200, good for 7,7,9. And on the showdown slate, 9,018, 4,800, good for 10th, 11th, and ooh, 16th highest price wide res- uh, uh, player on the showdown slate. I have a ton of chase this week as the matchup is too good to pass on. Whether you fade him or not, my next favorite option at wide receiver is Tyler Boyd, who should see a better share of targets than what he has seen lately. And a lot of folks are going to fade him uh, for Higgins because of the production last week. Mangos are going to have to throw in this game, so... Make sure you get yourself at least one of their wideouts. One of them is going to go off. One of them is going to have a good game. My gut feeling tells me it is Chase. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, everybody's going to be on Jamar Chase. It's a really good play. Whether or not Tyran Matthew uh, plays or not versus concussion, he is expected to play. Um, he was burning Matthew all week, or all game, I should say. In week 17. So still like him, like him a lot. Tight ends, we'll get through tight ends really quickly here. 7,700, 32, and 6,500. Good for first across the board. Who is Travis Kelsey? You are right. Showdown slate, it is 14,032 
and 8800 good for third, fifth, and sixth. Highest price player on the showdown slate. He is, of course, going to be the most popular tight end on the board, and it's hard to argue with it. If choosing between Kelsey and Hill for the top two Kansas City target options, the choice is easily Kelsey for me. The only other tight end that I have on here is going to be one Tyler Higby. Two-game slate, 5,500, 19, 3,700, good for fourth, third, and third, but it's by a lot. Um, showdown slate, 8,500, 19, and 5,200, good for 13th, 12th, and 14th. That showdown slate price is what really has me on Tyler Higby. Okay? And if I like him in showdown slate, I'm going to like him in the two-game slate. Especially when you look at this. Okay? So... If fading Kelsey or even pairing with Kelsey, I like Higby in this matchup against the Niners. In their first matchup, Higby had three receptions for 20 yards and a TD. In the second matchup, he had six receptions for 55 yards and two TDs. Dalton Schultz had a nice game against them. What did he have? He caught seven of eight targets for 89 yards. It's fine. And if tight end Josiah DeGuerra would have just held onto the ball last week, he had a chance to score as well. So... This is a spot for a second tight end option and one that I'm heavily invested in. Heavily invested in across the board. So I like it. I like the play. Um, I did look at George Kittle. I decided to pass on it. I don't want a lot of options in that passing game. If I'm going to make a choice on it, it's going to be Debo. Like I said, he's going to get a ton of carries. Jawan Jennings for value. So defenses, it's LA Rams, San Francisco 49ers. Okay. I'm not going to go through the pricing. We know what it is. There are only two defense, uh, two defense options. I'm even considering this week. And that's the Rams and Niners offensive tackle. Trent Williams is dealing with a high ankle sprain and the heavy pass rush may be too much for him and the offensive line. Jimmy G isn't the field general that everyone says he is and is inches away from multiple turnovers each and every week of this playoff season. Fuck you, Jeff Garcia. Mina Kimes was correct. Uh, as far as San Francisco, even though I am more on the Rams this week, I will have a share or two of the 49ers defense. Offensive tackle Andrew Whitworth is back for the Rams, but I'm not sure he is 100% no matter what anyone says. Stafford has also been a turnover machine in both matchups this season, so I'm hedging my bets. I like both defenses. Okay, I think it just comes down to which one you can fit in. Okay, So 4,500 on FanDuel for... The Rams, 4,200 for San Francisco, 17 on for the Rams on Yahoo, 18 for the Niners on there, uh, 3,200 for the Rams on DK, 2,800 for the Ram, uh, San Francisco 49ers on uh, on the DK site. So I, I think, I mean, it's really not going to matter because they're really that, I don't think it's going to matter too much because they're really, really close in terms of pricing on the three sites. Um, but if you need the extra one, $200, uh, consider switching it um, and getting in there, putting in the guy that you want. Um, we know that both defenses are probably going to be successful in one way or another. The touchdown's probably going to come in that game. I don't think it's going to come out of uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City. So now we get to kickers. I had to include kickers. We got showdown slates, right? So there's three guys that you can consider here. Uh, first one would be Matt Gay of the LA Rams. I'm considering him, but he is priced a bit high for me on FanDuel. I like 
uh, Robbie Gould a bit more on the Niner side. Uh, he's 9,500, which is pretty much top price for a kicker over there. Uh, 3,600, though, over on uh, DK. So he is the ninth highest priced player on FanDuel, but he's only the 20th highest priced player over on DK. So DK, I think he's a little bit more in play over there. Um, basically, I put up the stats for the last five weeks so you can kind of see his usage rates in there. So basically three of the five weeks, um, he's he's gotten the points down where he's gotten double-digit points. That's kind of what you're looking for. You want to make sure that your kicker is getting double digits. Ten or higher puts them in play. Now, if you look at Robbie Gould, who's 9,000 on FanDuel, 3,800 over on DK, good for 11th and 19th, you're going to see now, okay, you're looking at the field goals attempted, right? So week 16, he only had one field goal. Uh, Week 17, he had three field goals with the two extra points. Uh, Week 18, he had two field goals, three extra points. Wild card round, three field goals, two extra points. Divisional round, two field goals, one extra point. So I, I think I explained it here. The Niners are more than willing to put points on the board via their kicker than any other team left in the playoffs. There it is. Okay, definitely fit him into your showdown slate lineup this week. Um, I think I think I explained this down here, maybe with Evan McPherson. Evan McPherson is kind of a wild card for me. Okay, so eighty five hundred on the showdown slate, four thousand on DK, thirteenth uh, and nineteenth respectively. We know Evan McPherson's been on a fucking tear. He's had four field goals in the last two games. Uh, prior to not playing in week 18, he had two field goals and four extra points in week 17, two field goals, five extra points in week 16. So he's in play for me in showdown, but if you are running with him in a lineup, I did explain this. I couldn't remember if I did this in the intro or here. But if you're running with him in a lineup, you are fading Burrow. QBs and kickers do not correlate when on the same team for the most part, as if the QB is throwing touchdowns, then the kicker is only kicking an extra point or getting left on the sideline because the offense is going for two. So this here is the key. Okay. So if you're not using Burrow, let's say you're using Mixon, right? It's fine. You want you want him to get, you know, you want him to get a touchdown or whatever. But because you're spending so much on the quarterback to try and get that touchdown, this is why quarterback you usually don't uh, correlate quarterbacks and running backs as well because they take away from one another. This is the same, same type of idea. So you want him to stall out from time to time. Like Mixon can get his touchdown at a lower, at a lower cost to your lineup. But then if McPherson is able to get the field goal, get the little extra points right for longer field goal, then you're offsetting the points that Burrow could accumulate at quarterback. And then you can use your money elsewhere um, for other players who can accumulate stats a little bit more easily. Wide receivers, tight ends, uh, running backs. 
so when you go back up to Robbie Gould, I think this is why I like Robbie Gould so much is because um, I don't like Jimmy G. So who else would I like? Well, like the kicker, right? Because they stall out and then just say, fuck it. Let's just kick it. So Robbie Gould in your showdown slates, please. Evan McPherson, if you're not using Joe Burrow, uh, I think you definitely got to use um, Evan McPherson in there. Like that kid. Rookie. But is this going to be the game where he fucks up? Who knows? Who knows? I'll tell you who knows. The shadow knows. But any which way, I'm going to get this one out here. I put it out a little bit too late. It is now almost 10 a.m. Get this out. We got about four hours. Got any questions? You know where to find me. You know where to find me. Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13. Dennis M. Roy. Hit me up on Facebook Messenger. Good luck, everybody. Let's win all the money. I know I'm going to try. Because fuck them if they can't take a joke. Peace out. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. And hopefully by now everybody understands when I say I'll talk to you tomorrow, that really means Tuesday because I'm going to watch football. I'm going to get drunk in my garage um, on the big TV. So, yeah, probably Tuesday morning. I, I don't ever see me having one out for you guys on a Monday morning. Well, nope, nope, nope. Not going to fucking say it because then you're going to hold me to it.